What's up, y'all? It's JLP, the host of Mastering Singlehood Podcast, coming to you with the last installment of our Bible study. But before we go straight into the Bible study, I just wanted to share these reminders. Y'all, we launched our YouTube channel, the JLP Network YouTube channel. You can go ahead and subscribe if you have not done so. Listen, if you love this podcast, I know that you're going to enjoy this channel. And this channel is for you. It's to really build you. It's to really build you in the Lord and encourage you the best that I can as the Lord leads me. This channel is going to both challenge, encourage, and inspire you to live life to the fullest. If you know any of your friends, any of your loved ones who would greatly be benefiting from this channel, go ahead and share the link with them. And um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that they will indeed appreciate you sharing the good word that the JLP Network launched their youtube channel and we're very excited to just share this content with you we believe that god is going to do some amazing things through this channel and some amazing things through our lives as we really intentionally seek after him hard this year of 2020 from that being said if you've been listening to our podcast over the years if you've been blessed by our teachings by the q a's by the segments that we have every month Go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it because that's the way, y'all, I know that you're being blessed by every episode, that you are really um, seeing an impact in your life. And so go ahead and leave me a review. I would love to hear your feedback, what you have to say. You can go ahead and leave that review after this episode. From that being said, I just want to go straight into it. But a quick recap. So last week, we continued in our um, passage, right? First Corinthians chapter 10. But specifically, we continued from verses, uh, verses 11 to 18, okay? And so we stopped at verse 18. And on tonight's episode, we will continue uh, from verse 18 on to verse 22. So for those of you guys, perhaps if you've missed that reading, I'll go ahead and read it again. And then we're just going to go ahead and close out the Bible study. How about just a little quick final words of encouragement and just review um, of the Bible study again, the topic, where are you going and what are you doing to get there? I believe that God is going to definitely encourage you with his word and allow you to apply it in your life to reach the next level in him and to really prepare you for whatever it is that you are expecting the Lord to do in your life. Because hey, even though we're in the pandemic, you know, God is still seated on the throne. God did not forget about you. God is faithful. God is sovereign. And he's in absolute control of our lives. All right. Okay. So let's go ahead. If you have your Bible, please go and do so. Open it up to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 18. I have my Bible open up here and I'm going to just go ahead and read it for y'all. I'll give you guys a I'll give you guys um one minute or so to just open up your Bible to the chapter so we can go ahead and proceed from there. All right. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and read now from verse 18. It says, Consider the people of Israel, not those who eat the sacrifices, participate in the altar. Do I mean then that the food sacrificed to an idol is anything or that an idol is anything? Verse 20 now. No, but the sacrifices of pagans are offered to demons, not to God. And I don't I don't know. And I don't want you, excuse me, to be participants with demons. Verse 21. 
You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and cup of demons too. You cannot have a part in both the Lord's table and the table of demons. Verse 22. Are we trying to arouse the Lord's jealousy? Are we stronger than he? You know, I'm, I'm probably going to just read that again because I want for us to really read it with clarity before we go ahead and discuss it verse by verse. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and read verse 18 again to verse 22. And it says, Concerning the people of Israel, do not those who eat the sacrifices participate in the altar? Verse 19. Do I mean then that food sacrificed to an idol is anything or that an idol is anything? Verse 20. No, but the sacrifices of pagans are offered to demons, not to God. And I do not want you to participate with demons. Verse 21. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons too. You cannot have a part in both the Lord's table and the tables of demons. Are we trying, verse 22, are we trying to arouse the Lord's jealousy? Are we stronger than he? And so if you were with us on the previous podcast, um, we touched bases on verse 18 quite a bit. And so basically what Paul is saying here, you know, he's saying that, Again, he's using sarcasm here, but it's for a good reason. Paul is saying that, you know, the sacrifices of themselves, right? They're not bad, okay? They're not bad. So basically, the people who who are um, participating in the altar, if they eat the sacrifices, they're not sinning against God. But where it becomes a problem is if these people are eating sacrifices, which they sacrifice to pagans, right? Uh, um, to pagan gods, you know, to false idols, and so what is that, what that is saying to us as believers in society today? We have to be very picky when it comes to what we allow to enter our lives, what we allow ourselves to listen to, what we allow ourselves to see, because understand this: false idols doesn't just necessarily mean who you hang out with. It plays a big part concerning that, right? Who you hang out with is key, is important. But false idols can be, again, anything that you give utmost important um, more than God. So a, a false idol could be the type of music you listen to. A false idol could be the type of t- TV shows or movies that you watch. A false idol could even be um, um, what you wear. It could be, um, you know, you just eating excess of food all the time and you're not even hungry. You know, so a false idol could just be even the things that you feel like is innocent and it's not a sin, um, it can become sin um, if it's not really leading you closer to God, if it's not really leading you to closer to the things of God, and if it's really just becoming a distraction, it's making you not have any progress in your spiritual growth, it's making you not have any progress in life, it's making you not have any uh, progress to get things done, especially things that are very important um, to you that are very important in the eyes of the Lord. And so clearly he's telling us, you know, it's not that material things or anything rather is bad in itself, but what is the origin, right? What origin did it come from? Did it come from um, the from the kingdom of God or did it come from the kingdom of darkness? You know what I mean? Like um, the music are we listening to? Is, is it good music? Even though it's secular music, but is it good music? You know, is it music that is pure? Um, that it doesn't mean necessarily that you have to only listen to Christian music. That's amazing if you do, 
I know predominantly I listen to mostly Christian music, if not only Christian music. But if you have um, different music that you listen to, um, is it is it very sexual or is it promoting violence? Is it promoting things that is against the kingdom of God, if that makes sense? And so that is what Paul is clearly saying pretty much in verse 18 to verse 19, okay? And then in verse 20, yeah, so he says, no, but the sacrifices of pagans are offered to demons, not to God. And I don't want you to participate or to be participants with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons too. Okay, you cannot have a part in both the Lord's table and the table of demons. And then verse 22, are we trying to arouse the Lord's jealousy? Are we stronger than he? And this is very important. You know, God, you know, I love that it said that um, in verse 22, um, about jealousy because we know in a different scripture right it says um god is a jealous god and that is important for us to understand um and because god is a jealous god he's still jealous today it's not just that he was jealous in the time um, of the bible no he's still a jealous god today which means to us is that we have to put god first in our lives god has to be our first priority and we cannot share our lives um with both God and the world. You know, you cannot have two masters. The Bible says you cannot have two masters. Either God is your master or money. Um, it's the same way here. It's the same thing here. Excuse me. You cannot have two masters. It's either God is your servant. Excuse me. God is your savior or the world is your savior. It's either you're running to the world or you're running to Jesus. It's either you're building up the kingdom of God or you're building up the kingdom of darkness. There's no middle ground here. It's either you're all for Christ or you're not. It's either you support those that are um, for Jesus or you don't. So it's very important for us to be sure of our salvation in the sense that we're saying, I'm all Jesus. I'm all Jesus all day, every day, 24-7. You know, it's not enough for us, like I said before, to be halfway with God. It's not enough for you to be halfway in your worship, be halfway in your, your praise to the Lord, be halfway in, in dying to your flesh, being halfway in your tithing and your service to um, the kingdom of God, to the body of God. You have to be 100% um, committed to the life that the Lord is wanting you to live. And it's not easier said than done, Right. But if you are at least willing to go in that path, the Holy Spirit, being the gentleman that he is, he's going to hold your hand. He's going to lead you um, to be successful, to really be transformed and refreshed, right? And, and, and just to have the power to say no to sin, to say no to the world, to say um, no to the pressures of life and to keep saying yes to Jesus and keep saying yes to Jesus. Now, back to the jealousy Okay, God is a jealous God. And I know sometimes when people hear that, they feel like, oh, that means that God is aggressive or that God is a dictator. No, it means that God knows that only he is able to provide all your, all your needs. Um, although we have free will, God is still ultimately in control of our lives, meaning that he knows how the future is going to come out for you. He knows what's going to happen tomorrow. He knows every detail of your life because even before you were born, the Bible said that he already written them down. He numbered your days. And so if you're not really putting God first in your life, in God's eyes, it's as if you don't respect him. It's as if you don't um, acknowledge him as, as Lord, right? It's like you don't acknowledge him as your um, heavenly father. 
speaking of the Holy Trinity, so <laughs> I just said Father, then I said Him as Savior, so Holy Trinity. Um, so yeah, so God is really keen on us to recognize Him as our Father, recognize that He is Jehovah Jireh, our provider, and that He wants us to cast our cares to Him. He wants us to consult with Him in every aspect of our lives. Let's go ahead back to verse 20. No, but the sacrifices of pagans are offered to demons, not to God. And here's the issue here. You know, as believers, right, as as, as children of God, um, you know, people will come with scriptures, you know, for example, you know, when Paul says, you know, they will recognize us by our love. That's awesome. <laughs> They will recognize us by our love. But at the same time, in order for them to also recognize you by your love, they have to recognize you by your truth, which is the word of God. Um, I said this a while back. Um, it's very important for us to speak truth with love hand in hand. It's not enough for us to just you know, speak love and then there's no truth. There's no essence of truth in there. And um, I feel... At this time, especially during this pandemic, God is really challenging us as the body of Christ to speak truth and love. Truth and love. If they're not together, then we're not really we're not reaping the harvest that God wants us to reap at this time, and we're not progressing in our salvation. Now, from that being said, there are people too, I would say, who feel intimidated by the world or who feel intimidated by people who are non-believers. So they are afraid to speak the truth. I would say to you, you know, I encourage you to pray for God to give you boldness because there, there's going to come a time where you're going to have to be bold for Jesus. And sometimes God is going to also test you and see if um, you're really for him. You know, um, like we said in the previous podcast episode, sometimes God will test you in order to see if he can trust you. Trust is key, you know. Trust is key, especially when it comes to those who belong to God. The Bible, you know, shares with us that even the disciples of Christ, a lot of them had, a lot of them got beheaded, right? A lot of them died in cruel ways, okay? You have Peter who was, um, who was crucified, I would say, not crucified, but who was hung upside down, all right? You had um, John the Baptist right? Although he he wasn't a part of the 12, but technically he was a disciple of Christ. His head got cut off, right? He was beheaded. I don't wish this, I don't wish that all upon any of us, but there comes a time where we have to challenge ourselves to be bold for the glory of God. And you, you have to just be willing to die to your feelings and to not care what people will think. Uh, because you stand for truth. And from that being said, speaking of truth, I know this is not a part of the Bible study at all, but um, sometimes I feel that it's important for us to talk about what is happening in our culture and really finding a way to use the Bible and shine a light on it. And so recently, it was shared on the news that they finally made the arrest um, for the murder of Ahmad, right? For the murders of Ahmad. And I'm very glad and I praise the name of the Lord Jesus, right? For 
um, making it happen. But what breaks my heart is that a petition had to be signed for certain people to see justice needed to be served or for certain people to have been able to see that there was evil, right? And that the act that was displayed was completely uncalled for. And we have to understand too, as believers, we can't close our eyes to certain issues. And I remember, especially last year, when I did the segment on When They See Us, and I just gave a quick review concerning that, uh, because that is actually reminding me of When They See Us, this entire situation, unfortunately. I remember I was actually challenging some of my white brothers and sisters to really speak up concerning these situations, because I'm not saying that some of them are not doing so, but I'm saying that more should be doing so. We have to rely on you as allies to really come with us and to demand justice, not just when something cruel like this happened, but in every sphere, because there are people who still get discriminated on because of the color of their skin. It doesn't necessarily have to be someone dying from a from from um, gun violence. You know, it, it it starts in the little things, and I just challenge you guys to start having these discussions. And honestly, I can tell you that on the YouTube channel that we launch, we're literally going to be diving into certain culture, um, cultural topics, right? Cultural um, views that is necessarily not preached about. In the body of Christ sometimes because the church has been silenced by the world and by culture and by Hollywood. But I believe in this hour that God is really like telling us to rise up and to get out of the box, get out of the comfort zone and to do what it is that his word tells us to do. You know, I feel like a lot of times we are not necessarily doing what the word is telling us to do. We're just reading what the word says, but we're not doing it. We're not. We're not making the word active in our life. And it's important for us to make the word active in our life in this season. From that being said, it says in verse 22, let's go back to verse 22. It says, are we stronger than he, right? This is the ending of verse 22. Are we stronger than he? Paul is saying here, you know what? We are not stronger than God. There comes a point where God runs out of patience. Yes, he's a God who is full of patience, right? He's full of grace, full of mercy, but there comes a time where he runs out of patience and there will come a day when he has no mercy, okay? But I don't want any of us to experience the wrath of God and when that time comes when he runs out of mercy and um, patience. And so it's important for us while we're still here breathing, right? And having these conversations that we that we make the time to please the Lord and not to arouse his jealousy, not to, um, excuse me, not arouse his jealousy, but arouse his anger rather. I know the verse says jealousy, but arouse his anger. And uh, I just hope that we can just cling, cling harder to the word of God and to really seek out his presence. From that being said, I just want to quickly just go ahead and um, give you a quick overview from what we've discussed throughout this Bible study and to just really close it out to show you how important it is, 
how this entire Bible study is related to where God is wanting to you to go next in your life. And also the importance of knowing your aim and how your aim is definitely connected to your destination. So recap, y'all. So we started the Bible study. Where are you going? What are you doing to get there? And we discussed 1 Corinthians chapters 9, verse 26 to 27. And we talked about how Paul was saying, you know, he doesn't aim as if one who is aimless, right? But he aims correctly. I'm just paraphrasing here. And we gave you an overview of how, you know, the aim equals your purpose. Aim is the same as purpose. If you don't know your purpose, then you're not going to reach your destination, period. And so it's very important for us to know exactly what our aim is. Secondly, we went ahead and we discussed 1 Corinthians chapters 10, verse 1 to 11. And a lot of that passage was really dealing with idolatry. And we showed you how forgetfulness is correlated to idolatry because when you forget, right, when you forget the blessings of God and the answers that God has given you and all of the things that God has done in your life, that in turn could cause you to forget the um, goodness of God, the grace of God. And when you forget the goodness of God and the grace of God, what happens is that you start to complain. And when you start to complain, what happens is that you turn away from God, you go ahead and you create these idols, or you go ahead and you say, you know what, I'm just done. I'm just done. I don't believe in anything. I'm just going to do what I want. And now you make your own self a God. And now you're not seeking after God. And so now you're just traveling the world with no purpose, with no vision in mind. And you exactly don't know where you're going, where you're heading to. Now, on to this week's episode, right? Tonight's episode, we talked about 1 Corinthians chapters 10 verses 18 to 22 and this verse was really paul saying you know you have to separate yourself from again yeah separate yourself from the world i would say or separate yourself from pagan ways separate yourself from false idols it's either you're for christ or you're not for christ it's either you're building up the kingdom or you're building up the kingdom of darkness it's either that you're celebrating jesus or you're celebrating Everything that goes against um, Jesus and what he stood for. And it tells us, you know, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 20 to 22, it tells us, you know, that we shouldn't try to test God in a way where we're purposely seeing if he's going to get angry. You don't want to see the wrath of God. You know, I don't want to see the wrath of God. I want us to see the glory of God. <laughs> Amen. But in order for us to make sure we will see the glory of God is for us to consistently pursue the glory here on earth. You don't want to try to um, arouse the jealousy of God or the anger of God and God forbid something bad happens to you for you to find out what happens next. I don't want that for any of us. And Apostle Paul didn't want it for the Corinthians either. And that's why he explained it to them. So what we could learn from this passage here too is to make sure that we're not going halfway with our salvation, but that we're allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us, to hold our hand, and to complete the transformation that he has already begun in our lives since we accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our lives. From that being said, I want to go ahead and share with you the entire arcing overview of this Bible study, right? I'm going to go ahead and share that with you now. Where are you going 
And what are you doing to get there? I just want to pause right quick, allow you to just have that thought in your mind and just start to dwell on it. Where are you going and what are you doing to get there? After all we've discussed these past couple of Friday nights on the podcast, where are you going and what are you doing to get there? What is coming to mind? What have you learned? What are the notes that you have taken down to allow you to have clarity to do what it is that is necessary for you to do to go to the next level in God, to go to the next level in reaching your destination? And as I close, I want to go ahead and help you with these points here that I jotted down based on the entire Bible study, which I believe the Lord is letting us um, know for our own benefit here even during this time of pandemic and uncertainty. And so here it is. There is this particular scripture I want to share with you. It was not at all in the study, but you will realize that it goes along with this entire study that we have done. And it is Hebrews 12, verse 1 to 2. And I'll go ahead and read it for you. It says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning his shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. That is so amazing. Now, y'all, let's, let, let's go ahead and quickly remember the words of Paul. Because Paul, in, back in chapter 9, remember, he said, I fixed my eyes, right? What was he fixing his eyes on? Yes, he was fixing his, he was fixing his eyes on the prize. But what was the prize? The prize was Christ. And what's very important for us to understand, especially in our pursuit of destiny, in our pursuit of fulfilling our purpose here on the earth, is that if we're not fixing our eyes on the pioneer, like the word says, right, in Hebrews in Hebrews 12, verse 1 to 12, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, which is Jesus, we will never reach our destination and we will never fulfill our purpose. Better yet, you will never know your purpose. And... The only reason why Apostle Paul was able to aim well is because his eyes was continuously on Jesus. And my challenge for you today is continue to fix your eyes on Jesus in this season. Don't fix your eyes on the pain. Don't fix your eyes on the disappointments. Don't fix your eyes on the setbacks. Don't fix your eyes on those who are against you. Don't fix your eyes on time. Don't fix your eyes on this pandemic. Don't fix your eyes on the news. Fix your eyes on Jesus. From that being said, why is it important for us to know our aim? If we do not know our aim, y'all, this is why it's important. If we do not know our aim, we will never reach our destination. That's number one. And so I encourage you guys, especially those of you who are saying, I don't know my purpose I don't know what God is calling me to do. I don't know what I like. I don't know what I dislike and stuff like that. Don't beat yourself up. Don't go into the world to try to discover what it is. 
But I want to challenge you to dig deep in the presence of God. If you don't have a Bible, go ahead and buy a Bible. And just start to read it. And just allow the Holy Spirit to allow you to understand it with His, with His leading. Holy Spirit, say it. Holy Spirit, let me see with your eyes of understanding the Word of God. Let me understand it with fresh new lenses. Secondly, you need to build your prayer life. In this season, all of us have plenty of time to build our prayer life. Without prayer, your your spirit is not built. Your spirit is is fragile. But when you pray, the more you pray, the more you are closer um, to God, the more connected you are to God, and, and the better you are able to hear um, the voice of God. You will be able to hear the voice of God with more clarity. Now, how then are we able to master our aim? So now, after you have discovered your aim, right? After you have discovered your purpose, how then do you master your aim? To master your aim, your eyes has to be fixed on Jesus. Do you guys see the pattern here? Jesus, like the word says in Hebrew 1 verse, Hebrews 12 verse 1 to 2, not only is he the pioneer, but he is the perfecter. And so in order for you to know your purpose, you need to know Jesus. You need to fix your eyes on him. And secondly, in order for you to master your aim, meaning in order for it to be perfected, right? You need to fix your eyes on Jesus. We just can't go around that. Jesus has to be first part of our lives. We have to invest most of our time in him, seeking him in his word and praying and even fasting to really just kill our flesh and submit our lives to him. You see, if you don't know, if you don't know Jesus or like if you are not building that relationship with God, you will never be fully certain of your of your purpose, right? Of your aim. And you won't be able to reach your destination. Second, from this Bible study, where are you going and what are you doing to get there? I want to ask you this question. Are you disciplining yourself? Are you disciplining yourself to fix your eyes on Jesus? Because we could say fix our eyes on Jesus all day, but are you making a schedule to intentionally seek the presence of God, to intentionally consult with Jesus? You see, we make time to consult with our friends. We make time to consult with social media, but are we making time to consult with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords? This is what I'm asking you in this season, and this is what I'm asking myself in this season, because I know it's very important for us to do it in order for us to be successful moving forward. Where are you going and what are you doing to get there? Jesus needs to be your compass. He needs to be your first priority, your number one. Why is that? So we've learned that he is the pioneer, okay, and he is the perfecter. But what else? Well, you see here, your life are numbered by the Lord. Where you're going is determined by God. And not only where you're going is determined by God, but how you get there it's already curated by God. But the thing is, this is important. You have to consult with the Lord your plans in order to reach that destination. If you're consulting with everybody but the Lord, you're not reaching that destination. And you will hear people say, you know, um, write the vision down, make it plain, right? From Habakkuk. Um, and then you will hear other people will tell you, well... You know, God is already in control of everything. So you don't have to do nothing. Just trust God. 
but there has to be a middle middle lining i would say what i found fascinating especially when it came to you know the whole notion of writing it down making it plain you see a lot of people are making vision board there's nothing again i have nothing against vision board okay but it's important for you as it relates to this topic right as it relates to the bible study where are you going how to get there it's important for you to still write the vision down i'll tell you why the bible says in psalm 37 verse 23 it says the lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him okay jesus being the pioneer and the perfecter of your faith okay means that you are allowing Jesus to be the CEO of your life. And although Jesus is the CEO of your life, we have to remember God gives us free will. So what part of the free will that that, that God gives us? God gives us the free will to take action, meaning to, to write that down, write that vision down, write that goal down, write that business plan down. But what we need to do in regards to wisdom, using wisdom as we do this, is to pray before we write. You see, while I was just spending time just, you know, preparing for this segment, the Lord made it clear to me the reason why he told Habakkuk to write the vision down and make it plain is because indeed he was the one that gave Habakkuk the vision. And the reason why Habakkuk was able to receive the vision is because he put his trust in God. He was attentive to the Lord. And so he was able to hear the voice of God. In this day and age, sometimes we just like writing things down without consulting God. Sometimes we just like launching things without consulting God. That's a dangerous zone. Whatever you do without consulting the Lord does not have his stamp of approval for it to prosper. And so when we say here... Where are you going and what are you doing to get there? We want for you to prosper. We want for you to know clear and definitely what it is that you're aiming for. Because if you don't know clearly what it is that you're aiming for, you're not going to get there. And now as we're getting ready to close, I would just let you know. The main, 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 y'all listen, the main, main thing that you need to know is that you and the Lord, you are partners. You have to make God your business partner. And I'm not saying for us to shut down other people or to block other people from our life. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that the one who created the plans that he has for you is the number one person to allow them to prosper. And so as we close this Bible study, I say to you again, where are you going and what are you doing to get there? I hope you can answer I'm going to get there by fixing my eyes on Jesus and recognizing that he is the pioneer and perfecter of my faith. I'm going to get there by blocking out all of the distractions in order to be able to hear the voice of God when he tells me to go or when he tells me to stop. And I'm going to continue to get there where I know that where I'm heading because I am building my prayer life. I'm seeking the voice of the Lord, the counsel of God, and I know whatever God reveals to me is what I will do because I know whatever God reveals to me is not a lie, it's truth. And that I will make it on time to my destination because he is the one that's leading me. 
And when he is the one that is leading me, I am sure to prosper and I am sure not to fail. But just like those cloud of witnesses Hebrew tells me about, I will be one of those people that God says, well done, my good and faithful servant. And I will be like Paul saying, I fought the good fight of faith. I finished my race. Well, y'all, thank you so much for joining us throughout this Bible study. I was greatly blessed by it. I hope that you were greatly blessed. Thank you so much for always tuning in and supporting us. Remember to leave us a review if you were blessed by this Bible study and by the episodes that we have been launching over, you know, throughout the years. And um, I encourage you to sub- to subscribe to our YouTube channel, to share that news with your friends, and to also to stay updated on my social media apps in regards to my book, A Heart Determined. I'm very excited to be launching that. I had to postpone it. Unfortunately, it hurts and breaks my heart that I had to do it. But sometimes you have to pause and you have to allow the Lord to lead you. And I pray that it will greatly bless you. From that being said, y'all, I wish you have a good rest of your night, a wonderful weekend, and a wonderful week ahead. And remember, all things are possible with Christ Jesus. It was JLP. Until next time, take care.